DEI budgets are under attack, but the goals haven't changed. Whether you're looking to increase your DEI knowledge, expand your market reach, or gain a competitive advantage in business, we have the solution. TDM Library is your single source for expert curated DEI resources, strategies, and solutions, all designed to help you transform your workplace culture and be a more effective contributor. For $9.99 per month, you get access to our searchable subscription-based digital library. There, you'll find articles, practical how-to guidebooks, podcasts, award-winning micro-videos, and more than 700 Q&As designed to help DEI practitioners, thought leaders, and executives create a more inclusive workplace. Whether you prefer to listen, watch, or read, we have the resources for you. TDM Library goes beyond the basics to dive deep into topics such as inclusive language, the business case for DEI, talent acquisition, and C-suite engagement. For less than the price of a sandwich, you get access to our library of more than a thousand pieces of original expert curated DEI content. Join today and get your first 30 days free. Get your library card now at tdmlibrary.thediversitymovement.com. Welcome to the Hustle Unlimited podcast. Our mission is to inspire greatness in people who are chasing their dreams. We'll give you access to entrepreneurs and business leaders who will give you the fuel to chase the dreams that you have. All of our guests want to give back to the next generation of leaders by sharing the details of their journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. Please welcome the host of Hustle Unlimited, Donald Thompson, and this week's guest, David Pratt founder and CEO of Nine Studio Productions. Hey guys, this is Donald Thompson on uh, the latest edition of Hustle Unlimited. And like always, uh, we're here to inspire the dream tracer. We want to give you information, knowledge, and inspiration that allows you to chase your destiny and, uh, and not just sit back and let things happen to you. And so... I'd like to, to get a chance to uh, introduce a, a good friend of mine, and uh, he goes by a lot of different names, but, but David and I have been running together for, for years, and he's been helping me out in video production and different entrepreneurial pursuits, and David Pratt is not only a good friend, but he is a very, very successful entrepreneur here locally in the Raleigh-Durham area. And David, why don't you just take a little bit, just a few minutes, and just introduce yourself, Tell them a little bit about your background, and then we'll jump into some questions and, and kick it a little bit. All right. Uh, my name is David Pratt from Hamlet, North Carolina. Very, very country area. There's nothing that comes out of Hamlet but athletes, pretty much. Uh, went to um, North Carolina Central University. I have two companies, uh, David's Dream Pies and Nine Studio Productions. Video production company, and there's some pies that are pretty much illegal if you have some slight drugs. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I just hustle, man. I'm just a, a normal cat that's trying to get it, man. Pretty much. So let's let's start with the businesses, and and let's start. We'll we'll go back to the production company. Okay. But David's Dream Pies. Yes. Because even when you just said that, like I chuckled, but it was not <laughs> out of disrespect. Because the pies are amazing. Like I'm on video giving a uh -huh. testimonial. They're uh -huh. amazing, uh -huh. right? But how did that happen, right? Because that's counter stereotype, 
right? I You're a good size ex athlete, <laughs> and you have a business where baking is required. So tell 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 us. Honestly, man, that was an accident. Uh, it comes from all from hustle. So <laughs> I got tired of the main like desserts that you have in restaurants, which is what uh, brownies and ice cream, apple pie, pecan pie, the same stuff everywhere you go. And I've been cooking since I was little, so I said, you know what? Let me change up something. So I looked, I looked online, found out how to make a basic pie. And I was like, okay, I don't like rules. I like my own way of doing things. So let me switch up everything about that and make everything that I love about it. Made the pie, and the first flavor I came out was a uh, orange dreamsicle. And uh, I, just, I just made it for me. I just made it for me. So one of my boys came over like, hey, man, you know I'm hungry. You know you people come over. You got something to eat? Yeah. I said, yeah, I got some stuff in the refrigerator. He had a pie. He like, man, what the hell is this? <laughs> nah, nah. I said, it's a pie, man. You like, and can I get another slice? I was like, cool. Two weeks later, hey, man, my girl is in town. You sell them pies? <laughs> no, but automatically, I'm like, yeah, I sure do. I sure do sell them. I said, how much? He said, how much you sell them for? I was like, mm. I just threw out 10 bucks. He said, cool, let me get two of them. So I'm like, okay, I just made $20 off of nothing. I said, okay, let me play around with this. So I had Orange Dream Sickle. Uh, I started coming up with new flavors as time went on, right? Orange Dream Sickle, Orange Pineapple, Passion Fruit, Mango, the one you love. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's and Guapa Pineapple. And more and more people were just trying it, trying it, loving it. And I'm like, I need to make some money out of this. That's right. There's too many people that love this product. It's not my thing. It's a little, little side hustle to make some money, but I think I need to go with this full time. Because I'm getting the attention of a lot of people. Gotcha. You're doing huge events and people are going crazy. Everything's on camera. It only makes sense. And then from then on, like now, you get in touch with like different investors. Like randomly, I was at a um, at an event in Durham. Two guys, one one out of Philly, one out of uh, Charlotte. They were like, "You don't have representation?" I was like, "I mean, I have some people talking to me. Here's my card. That's here's, awesome. Here's my card. You know, and then it's just it's just grown and grown, man." What do you think, so you said a lot about how businesses do and can start, right? Mm -hmm. You said, I did it for me, mm -hmm. right? You saw a problem. You didn't like the selections of Absolutely. restaurants, and you created something. Absolutely. And then you found a customer. Mm -hmm. What are you envisioning for David's Dream Pies as you look at, at scaling the business and, and going forward? What's, the, what's next? I want to, I thought about brick and mortar, but I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be locked down just yet. Uh, I'm thinking I want to get a uh, either food truck or a trailer okay. and being able to travel. Um, I have the attention of uh, the actual state fair. Now, if I get into the NC State Fair, then that can scale on a tremendous level, and um, it's very it's touching millions of people. Um, but eventually, I would love to have a brick and mortar somewhere and just have that actually feed my production company because gotcha. That's that's not my passion, but it's a hustle that makes a nice amount of money. Got it. So if I can have that up and running, feed my production company, then I'll grow that as well. Now here's what's cool. And when you're talking to friends and talking to people, this is a real example of how networking works. How network can be your net worth. Uh, one of our previous guests, uh, I think it was Earl Reset. So I give him credit for that. One of the companies that I work with, Walk West, a marketing and uh, an advertising firm here locally, we did all of the marketing and distribution for the State Fair. Oh, wow. So that means as we're planning to do the rollout for next year, we're looking at doing all different kinds of promotion for new and cool foods around the State Fair. So after we talk with this, if that's one of your goals, 
we know the folks that are working in that environment, Absolutely. and we certainly can look at creating a cross promotion then. Just like that. That helps each other. Just like that. Right? And just <laughs> like that. So, independent of what y'all got, we, we, we just we created we, a hustle. Just not. A, a live hustle. This is right. not real. But that's, but that's, yeah. but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And there were, and there were millions of people and they're always looking for something new, something new. and powerful to promote as a hook to bring on in. And so that is pretty cool. Talk about the video production business a little bit. How did you get into that? How yeah. did you get into were you always into artistic things and Man, listen, my mind is I won't say weird, it's just so busy and just crazy. I may seem like you know me, I may seem just kind of real chill, but it's crazy up here. I always have to have <laughs> something going. Gotcha. Right. So when I was younger, man, I did a few commercials like in California and Texas, just little stuff in the neighborhood. Uh, fast forward, end up living in Georgia. I was in the movie We Are Marshall with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Awesome. So to love um, the aspect of video and movies, to be able to see it happening on a Hollywood level, got right here. I'm like, oh my god. So I'm taking it all in, taking it all in, taking it all in. So. Uh, in a buying like a T3i Canon for like 500 bucks. Uh, wasn't making a lot of money at the time, but you know, oodles and noodles, I took it back to college. You know, I'm a survivor. So uh, got that camera, I started doing little funny videos, right? Uh, I remember, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, real funny videos, but I was, I was very strategic with it because I didn't want people to say, okay, he's doing just funny videos. I made it to the point where the quality was so good that you would look at it and be like, hold on, he's funny, but that looks like something. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So as time passed, um, you know, as you're working, I build up. I got, I got new cameras. I got a drone. I got lights, everything, mics and everything. Now, my production is looking like something that needs to be on TV. So I would do something funny. Gotcha. But people would look at it and be like, you're really doing something. Now, this is, <laughs> this is where the slick part comes in. Somebody saw my work and was like, hey, man, you ever do music videos? In my head, I'm like, nope. But you know about fake it till you make it. Right. So I was like, of course. Of course I did a music video. You're trying to do one? Of yeah, we can do it. Get my prices there. Cool. Did it. Tore it out of the front. He said, man, it's one of the best videos I've had. That's awesome. That was my first video. But now I, got, I have a music video under my belt. I work with different corporate companies, uh, different restaurants, like just promotion, uh, commercials, everything. And then just scaling and scaling and scaling. Now, is the business still just you? Do you have employees? Do you work with other freelancers determining the size of the job? Like, how did you structure from a solo entrepreneur to be able to do bigger and bigger projects? Uh, when it comes to when it comes to that, I work with uh, different uh, creatives okay. when I have a big enough project. Because I'm a one-man show and I can do a lot because gotcha. I'm so used to it. Because in this, in this field, you know, you're not going to work with any bums. Like, gotcha. you want somebody that's going to represent you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so... Uh, now I'm just working with uh, a few creatives when it gets to like weddings. Gotcha. You know, I bring people out and I, you know, I pay them accordingly and we get the job done. What would you say to people that have an idea, have a goal or a dream, and they're trying to make that decision whether to chase it or not? Mm, for me, you have, to, you have to love what you do because it is not easy by any chance at all. Like it, people say, you know, it's, it's you're kind of nervous to jump out there and really go do it, but you have to love it because when you ups and downs, yep. and the ups are great, and the downs are like, mm, I'm not gonna pay this bill. You know what I mean? Right. But it, it, it's just if you love what you do, and you just gotta 
Like for me, I had that time of I'm sick of it, meaning at my job. Gotcha. Okay, I was missing out on money. It was like a three thousand dollar contract, a five thousand dollar contract, and I almost missed out on stuff. That let me know the company I was working for didn't care about my livelihood. It just just didn't, didn't give it damn. You know what I mean? Yep. And and I like that 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 put in my mind like you know what I'm not gonna jeopardize my livelihood to grow somebody else's dream. That's powerful. You know what I mean? Because they can easily pull the plug on you. I know people that make a $200,000 a year living a life and all of a sudden you have nothing. Yep. So my livelihood is in your hands, negative. I won't fire myself. I can get myself raised. I'm, I'm going to treat myself like I need to be treated. You know, and that right there is what made me step out and be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm going full time. And that's an entrepreneurial mindset, right? Absolutely. That you want to take that personal responsibility, right, to chase your own dream and create your own work. And a lot of times, you know, what you did, and I saw firsthand, um, is you created a side hustle first, Mm -hmm. worked on your craft Mm -hmm. over the years. As I've seen your videos and different things are produced, I remember I called you or at least texted you on the Facebook, on the Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I did something on the Facebook. I was like, David, man, your quality is thousands of percent better. And it wasn't that it was bad before. It was always good. process. But I could see that next level, that next level jump. When you um, think about your career and the two businesses, right? What are some of the characteristics in you that has allowed those things to be successful? It's really relentless. It's my drive, man. Just being hungry. Being hungry. Being hungry. It's, you can't be lazy. You know what I mean? It's being an entrepreneur, you stop working. If you if you don't have residual income coming in, you're not getting any money. It's simple, <laughs> you know. So that's why I say you have to you have to love what you do, so it's not work. And if you don't, if, and if you have a big enough structure, you can still love it. But if it's something you don't want to do every day, guess what? You got people that you can plug in. That's right. And that's where you start building your team. You have and, to love what you do, mm-hmm. so that it's not work. Absolutely. Right. And for me. I'm not as particular on what business, but what I love to do is build teams, Mm. right? You love the production aspect, Mm. right, of of what you're doing. It doesn't matter what it is Mm. about your craft. It just can't be a mundane thing because then you won't do it when you're hurting. And in any kind of business endeavor, there's times, like you said, that you're up and there's times you're in the valley. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the valley and you are kind of in the excuse Olympics, What happened was this person, like, right? If you're winning the gold medal in the Excuse Olympics, then you're going to stay in the valley a long time. If you're digging and fighting, then the valley is going to be temporary. Mm -hmm. And no matter no matter what it looks like, it's going to be temporary because that fight's going to pull you out and and keep going. What advice would you give to emerging leaders, emerging entrepreneurs, uh, people that want to go next level in their life? It might not be business; might just be something personally Mm -hmm. they need to do. But go next to, to go next level. I say, for for one, know your worth. Absolutely, know your worth because a lot of people out in this in, in the world period, uh, when they try to they try to tear you down and get something for nothing. You got it. I know you've been through it. You know that they don't understand what you bring to the table as an entrepreneur in your field. So, just like me, all you do is, all you do is hit a button and record, 
Really, that's all I do? <laughs> right. That's all I do? <laughs> right. These lights magically appear. The, the, the software, me driving to where you're going, all of this $30,000 worth of equipment, that's all I do is hit a button? Okay. Right. So, so one, know your worth. That's the, that's the grounds for anything. And just, and just, uh, and, and once again, just love it. You have to love it. You have to love what you're doing. And, uh, like, man, that's what drives me. Gotcha. I just, I just love it. Where do you get inspiration? Like, in your field and different things, who are some artists or who are some people that, that motivate you to be more? That when you see what they've done, not that they're on a pedestal that you can't mm-hmm. reach, but they, they get you pushing further and dream, dreaming bigger. Well, it gives me um, people like, uh, I say, Will Smith. Uh, he's good. Logic, the rapper named Logic. Um, there's, a, there's a couple more. Uh, um, what's the guy from Train Today? Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know that guy. <laughs> you know, but it's just the words and where they come from, and and a lot of that comes from the struggle. Like a lot of people don't know Will Smith was broke because people in his pockets. He was he was broke on on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but his story. Like I came from like I was I was homeless at one point, squatting in the house. But I had to survive. You know, a lot of people didn't know that, but, I mean, it happened. You know, I wasn't on the streets. I was like, you know, this house is empty. <laughs> I got to survive. Gotcha. You know, so people that come from, from the dirt out of, I won't say nothing, but they just, they just come out of there and now they're here. They're not doing, doing anything illegal. Yep. You know, just, they're just striving for what they want, and they, and they make it happen. When you were at that point, being homeless, what gave you that fire to push and to keep going? Because a lot of times when people are struggling, that is when you start to blame everybody else for mm-hmm. your situation sometimes, and you end up staying in that situation. Yeah. Why, why did you behave different? Because I knew, I knew this, was, this wasn't it for me. Um, I mean, the way I was raised, I was raised strong and, and, and as a man, so it was like, this is not it, it's just a, it's a bump. It was a bump, and the first thing I thought, like, I'm homeless, squatting in the house. I can't go any further down. Right. <laughs> I can't go further this down. This is the bottom. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Okay, I'm good. I'm just going to push forward. And uh, it just started the process, man. And I was like, you know what? You got to get out of it. I got to do what I got to do. I remember, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of my moments like this. I was, uh, it was a long time ago. But, you know, I remember going to my little dingy apartment at the time and, uh, you know, seeing one of those notices, you know, eviction notice. Now you got 30 days. I remember every month for a year, right, paying the light bill on the last possible day. And, you know, all of the different jobs that I had along the way, store manager at Dollar General, security guard, right? Man, I was a security guard at a warehouse in Durham that was protecting nothing. The only reason I was there is so if there was a fire, I could call the fire department. I'm walking around a warehouse with raccoons and shit and mice and just all this stuff, man. Possums everywhere. Possums. And you got to walk around the place because you got to yeah, you got to check in. You got to yeah. hit, the, hit the little bell so they know you, so they you know walked you. around. And I looked around and there's nothing here. Like, what am I looking at? What am I doing? <laughs> Right. And so when I when I see people and I hear their story and 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 I look back at what I worked through, you can do what you're willing to put forth the effort to do. And the big learning that I had to remember all the time is your current situation is not your destiny. Absolutely. And when I realized that in myself, that took me out of the pity 
and got me to push forward and, and get my money. Absolutely. And like, it's it's not as hard as you think unless you think it's harder than you're you're built to to handle. And that self doubt that sometimes society will put on you, that other people will put on you, that uh, that front you think you need to do, that mm-hmm. car you think you need to drive, and it's none of that matters. Nothing. What matters is, are you building something for you and your family, right, that is lasting for you? And uh, that's interesting, uh, the homeless. I, I always had a place to stay, but I ain't always Figure pay it for it on time. Man, listen, like, you didn't like it. <laughs> you ever eat cornbread without uh, water and milk, without, without milk and eggs? Straight water put in the oven? You, you eat it, you like, I don't know, that's, that's nasty. And you're like, ah, texture's kind of bad, and you like, Mm, ain't too bad. Right, right, right. Hey, I'm eating now. I'm eating oh, now. There it is. I got a snack now. <laughs> you have to survive. That's right. You know what I mean? You're taking a, taking a bath in a pot. You can't tell me nothing else. Yeah. Come on now. That's right. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. That's right. <laughs> it, it's um, So fast forward. So that's a little about the past. We talked a little bit about the present. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you see for David Pratt? Like, where, what's, like, like what's, the, what's the big vision for you? Oh, man. I want to... Uh, I don't want to see. I want to. I want to do a California thing on the East Coast. Okay. I, I don't want to say it's out of the picture, but I want. I want to build up the East Coast when it comes to production, not just oh, it's Atlanta. You know, go go to Tyler Perry. Got to work with him. But I'm like, I'm on my own. I want to build this over here for people that can't reach out and touch Tyler Perry. Can't go to California. Gotcha. There's a lot of talented people out here, and I want to build a, a production studio on this side. And, and just make it happen, man. That's awesome. And just make it happen. That is awesome. I, one of my uh, one of my good friends and happens to be a talent agent. His name is Cicero Leak, and uh, he lives right here in Durham. Okay. And so he's back and forth to Atlanta, back and forth to LA. But I said, Cicero, why don't you move to one of the major markets? He says, there's plenty of talented people right here, it is. and I'm gonna mine this gold mine, raise me an amazing family in Raleigh, Durham, mm-hmm. and then I go to Hollywood when I need to. Yeah. It's there to go, and it's it's I can there. Like, go. right. You can always <laughs> go, but but the Raleigh Durham area is an amazing place to to grow a business, to mm-hmm. raise a family, and, and all those different things. Last thing, and then then I'll I'll let you go. And one uh, before I even get gone, appreciate you spending some time with us. Appreciate you, and I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Like you, you know, I, like as I as I look at dreamers and people that are that are on their hustle, right? It's so easy to be average. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world to be average. But to say that I'm going to open my own business, I'm going to set my prices, I'm going to please these customers, and if I make money, it's because of me. If I fail, it's because of me, mm-hmm. is a certain amount of courage. I call it founder's courage, mm-hmm. right, to start a business, and, uh, and then you definitely got it. So last thing before we, before we roll, if you had a magic wand and you're looking at our society today and you could change anything, mm-hmm. what would you change if you had, if you had the magic wand? change our society uh, it honestly would be people coming together because there's power in people and power in good people there's so many people that's just butting heads out here but there's so much talent if everybody come together man there's so much stuff that could be done I try to tell so many people that but that's right it's just so bad nowadays, man. People are hard-headed, but like I try to get, when I work with people, I go every demographic. I, I need it, you know what I mean? Because we can grow so much and, and look, and, and it's so positive to see on camera. That's right. Because of some of the negativity, you know, but 
that, that, that'll have to be it, man, because it's, it's the people. One of the things interesting, and I'm asking all my guests the same question, and so far, everybody's answer is just from a good place of that we can be better than we're behaving now, mm-hmm. right, as a country, as a world. Mm-hmm. And that part of bringing everybody together, it's going to be leaders like you mm-hmm. when you have the ability to create a production shoot to make sure that it's a diverse group. It's my responsibility when I'm working with companies that the person who performs the best gets the job or gets the promotion. And we have to make that change where we sit mm-hmm. and, and be good examples. And I know you're one. So I don't have anything else, David. I appreciate you spending time. Hey, cheat and, sheet. Uh, it's a cheat sheet. Um, video shopping you back in the day. I got them logged up. <laughs> so now when I'm building a team, I'm like, go to team building. <laughs> I start watching this. This is the team that you need. I may not be the smartest person in the room, but I have these people. Like everything. I'm like, yup. We go find this guy to do this bag. <laughs> That's good stuff. I still use it all, man. I'm telling you. That is, that is good stuff, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate it. Amy T, anything else? Uh, I have a few short films coming up, so just stay tuned on Nine City Productions on Instagram and on YouTube, and of course, uh, David's Dream Pies on Instagram. And how do you get David Dream Pies? If you're a company, if you're an individual, is it just contact you through DM uh, or whatever? DavidsDreamPies.com. Okay. Awesome. Or if you if you if you go to my Instagram, you see all of the um, taste tests, and I don't talk about my product. I let people try it, just like he was hollering over it. <laughs> I let him do the promotion with what he's saying about. It. So if you go there, you see everything, and it's amazing. <laughs> it, it, it really it, it's good product, man. Yeah. It is it is good product, and we still need to have you over to Walk West to do uh, David's Dream Pie Day. Oh, absolutely, and and get our team uh, accustomed to it. Got a new Dream Cream Sunday. Dream Cream Sunday. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, no that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, listen, I don't have anything to add, man. I don't have anything to add. All right. Good. Thanks, man. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on Hustle Unlimited. Make sure to join us each week for more conversations with leaders in our community. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, make it a great week.